Okay, for those of you listening to the audio podcast, we also release the show with video visuals on YouTube. So if you'd like some pretty pictures to go along with our pretty voices, search for Digital Suffering Podcast on YouTube to find us. Hello, and welcome to episode 12 of the Digital Suffering Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Something. Uh, family. Okay, uh, we've got a few things to cover. First of all, uh, is a game I had a play at uh, called Estelia. Uh, they had the, the closed beta two uh, very recently. I managed to get uh, get um, get a, a code for that. I had a wonder. It's um, a Korean uh, RPG. It's been out in Korea for uh, for a bit now, um, and they're, they're porting it. You know, for a global release, um, it's a very well. First of all, let's start off the. It's very very beautiful in terms of graphics. Unreal Engine three, but still, um, the character designs are very nice. The the stelias, the summons that your character gets hold of, um, they they each have uh, personality, and it's you know the whole the Pokemon thing of you know collecting collecting these weird and wonderful characters that you can use in battle. Um, but the the gameplay itself is very traditional uh, MMO style. Uh, it's a sort of tab target. So you you, you uh, select and then you move around the enemy, you know, spamming magic attacks from a shortcut bar on the screen or, or via keyboard uh, in the hopes that the enemy falls over faster than you do. Um, it's... I really wanted to like it, but it's it doesn't seem to because it, it's so traditional in the the gameplay mechanics. It 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 makes it less fun to play. Uh, You're fighting these guys here in this uh, what you captured. Yeah, yeah, and they don't seem to care about you until you attack them. Yeah, yeah. They, was it called the part of the, the in these sort of MMOs and enemies? Are either like they, they only resp- you know the f- few of them only respond if you attack first. They're sort of passive, and then there's ones that like have an attack radius that if you stray into, they suddenly become alerted to your presence. And obviously, once you play these games for a while, you learn the attack radius, and you can stand fairly close to the enemies. You can be like surrounded in the field, attacking one of them, and his buddies are like a meter off to the left, and they don't care because. You're you're not triggering, you're not triggering their their attention. Um, it kind of spoils the 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 immersion almost. But I mean, it's it's how it is because you you wonder you know too wrong in the wrong place and um, you start triggering everyone and then you end up kiting a massive band of enemies that will overwhelm you the moment you stop running, <laughs> which is like unpleasant, especially when you're starting off and you don't have much uh, attack power. Who's this girl in the cog? The, oh yes. The, Cogging me completely. The, the cog, the cogging girl. Uh, that's what, that's one of the Estelias. She's the, the, the first character you get. Um, and uh, was it in the game? It's her story, right? <laughs> it, it, it's her story. Essentially your character is, um, you know, his, his character, they have the ability to do the summons and stuff, but uh, she doesn't have a, uh, an Estelia of her own. Then this this uh, cog girl, she drops from the sky uh, and finds you and goes, okay, let's team up. And then in all the cutscenes when you interact with characters, she does the majority of the speaking. She seems to know what's going on. So she, she interacts with the characters and says, oh, 
we need to go to this place or this is the thing that's happening. And the character that you control is mute through most of the conversation <laughs> because you don't know what's going on. You have no idea. Uh, this 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 Estelia that's dropped from the sky does know. And so you let her do the talking. And you essentially play the game through her because she's the she's the one she is the she has the agency and you all the objectives that you complete are in order to fulfill her yeah her her, her quest you're just along for the ride uh, i mean it's your sister your sister is also uh, another summoner and she she's she's the one to get kidnapped so obviously you want to rescue sister but you have no idea how to do this so you say okay well i'll just let her I'll just let my Estelia boss me around. Boss me around because she knows what's going on, and it's like it's like a really weird thing. You don't really notice it, but the moment you do notice it, all of a sudden it's like, you know, you you create a character, you put all this design into it, and then your character literally is just a vessel for pressing buttons and advancing the story, and it's someone else's story. Um, kind of tragic, but <laughs> uh, you know, that's the really the, the combat. Um, it's not. It's not terribly fun. I mean, it, it's like, for the most part, you're just, you know, as I said, spamming attacks off the, um, you know, from your, your shortcut bar. And it, it's sort of like, as you as you progress, you level up, they sort of give you attack. And, but they don't really say, oh, this attack's good for this thing. You, you sort of find out as you play it. And I mean, you can look, click on descriptions and things, but it's, it's only as you're playing them that you get the feel for what any of them, any of them do. And it's like, it none of the attacks they don't have they have no weight or power to them. Ooh, it's like that? I'm throwing a, a blue ball of energy. I'm throwing a green ball of energy. This yellow bolt does slightly more damage, but takes a little bit more to cool down. It, it's like in the end, I mean, some of them have like knockback effects, and those are the ones that are really useful because it's like the enemy runs towards you, like get back, get back, you know, while you while you wait for your uh, Estelia to you know uh, get. To, to get aggro on, on the on the on the mob, um, it's like I don't know if the the combat was more involving. Perhaps maybe it was the class I played. I played a sort of like healer support class, um, which I doubt that would make a difference. Which thing? Which means that I'm a bit more soft and squishy. But you know, the, the first silly get the I forgot her name now. Uh, she, she is a tank class, so she's. She happily runs in there and just, you know, takes all the hits while you you sit back and spam. Um, well, this is like you've also captured some of the yeah character select screen. So this reminds me a lot of Diablo Three actually. Yeah, it's giving you a sample of the uh, attacks. So the warrior just did about a thousand spins on these three guys that looked like they were wearing leather jerkins, and they just stood there and took it and kept attacking away. Like, like, there seemed like no weight behind that. Yeah, at the, all. the as I played through it, I got to about level eight, but uh, got quite far. It, it didn't feel like the the quests gave you much in the way of experience. You felt under leveled for the the content, like pretty much all the time. I mean, I suppose it adds a hint of like danger because you know the enemy is going to like you know kill you if you're not careful. But you didn't. You felt like you eventually beat them. You go, okay, I beat them. Then it sends you on to the next part where the enemies are even stronger and you don't feel like 
Mm. You, you're getting, I mean, you get, you get, they throw Estelias at you, so you're getting more powerful Estelias. But obviously, so here's a more powerful Estelia, but it's going to be level one, and you need to level it up. Yeah. And so, again, you're getting powerful stuff, but it's underleveled as well. Um, oh, yes, one thing to mention, um, because it's like traditional Asian MMO. Were you the scholar or the mage? Uh, it was the scholar. Right. The, the mage is sort of deep squishy dps whereas the scholar is um sort of support so you can do like some buffs and heals and things um one thing to mention is that with with this when you fight enemies in the fields if you like see someone fighting something and you say oh, i'm gonna go in and help them mm. you don't get any credits for assists unless you're partied up um which means that if there's like a, a sort of field boss that you say you, you need to take down Essentially, if someone gets there before you, you have to wait till they kill it. Uh, or if you you party up with them. But if you don't party up with them, you have to wait till they kill it, wait for it to respawn, then solo the thing. And, it, you know, this this sort of thing... That's it, weak. Yeah, you, you get it in, in Blade of Soul. It, it's, it's like there's no encouragement or reward to assist people. And a lot of the characters, especially in the, 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 the MMO of Blade of Soul, a lot of the, all the characters have moves that... Um, you know, uh, what's called do healing. You, mm. They sort of do sort of vampiric attacks. So they they heal when you when you use them, which means that almost all the characters are sustained. So there's no support class. And here you have a support class, but you mean I can go and heal someone, but unless I'm partied, it's there's less benefit. You know, it's you're in an MMO, but everyone's solo. It's only when you get to end game content where you have to party up purely because the enemies are humongously strong and you won't survive otherwise yeah but i mean even trash games like um what's it called destiny yeah as soon as you enter the area where the event is happening yeah like the instance or wherever you want to call it right and you attack it and there's other people in the area that have already you are automatically brought into a party irrespective and yeah you are given even if you hit the damn thing once you know you're given a portion of the xp that it takes i, I didn't i didn't check the the what's the name the 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 log to see if i was actually getting xp but um like i said it was called objective things i was not, i didn't get credit for killer boss and like in things like game blade and soul um which i've had some more experience playing there are some field bosses where you do get credit but you have to do you know a, a minimum amount of damage before mm. it gets registered and some of it's like you know, like thirty percent or something for it to get triggered or something ridiculous. Um, because it, it's it for you know for these games, it's it's a more hardcore thing, whereby you you have to be self sufficient. It's essentially all the lower end stuff is just training you for the end game. It's get to end game, and then end game is where you party up. Oh yeah, yeah. I um, get that, so this this stuff is all incidental. I mean, it's got a story to say. Oh, this is why you're doing this whole, you know, this whole quest. Uh, but in the end, it's just a, a method of teaching you how to use your uh, your you know your keys, your your attack rotations, and stuff like that. And it's like it's not a satisfying thing because. You know, you have all this story, all this content, all this this wonderful, you know, scenery and areas and stuff. Yeah. And in the end, it's, you know, what is the point? Why not just get a max level token or whatever, you know, power, power up your character and say, right, here's your thing. Go through this tutorial to learn the, the moves 
and then you know get on with the end game contents which Blade and Soul actually has as well. Oh. <laughs> you get like level level 50 and level 60. You know, sounds like an awful game. Um, <laughs> how yeah. big are the parties in this? I, when I partied up, I was in a party of, because uh, we, we were like, we were in this area to like kill a, a bunch of these like tough warriors. So uh, someone partied up with me. There were like three or four of us. Um, and then... After we we got the objective, we disbanded. So I'm not. I didn't get to test maximum party size at the time. With uh, I'm sorry, I'm leaning on your knowledge of MMOs here. Yeah. But with like WoW, I've seen like forty man raids. Yeah. But that's context sensitive, right? You can't wander around in a well, group of a war band of forty. In like Blade and Soul, um, the max party is six. But they do have 12-man raids where you get two parties and there's a special thing where one one party leader can become you know leader of the second party as well so it's a really complicated thing but you have to you have to be you know be partied up for the raid in the first place hmm. and then it recognizes it instead of having like you know changing the the um the mechanism so that it says it just expands the party and says you've got 12 Instead, you have like two parties of six. Yeah, but yeah, generally for these these things, that the parties are, you know, it, it's it's um, instanced thing. Well, um, Wow does that as well, but it, it's very specific. You have small parties, and you know you have you have very specific sets of mechanics to deal with, which means that you you need to have coordinated teams and. You know anything beyond twelve, it becomes very unwieldy. Um, I'd assume that this would have because when it, they, they appeared on the screen on the left-hand side, um, it looked like there would be about space for about six people. Uh, you know, six you know icons and health bars and mm. stuff. Um, but having not gotten far enough to warrant parting up um, in any great sense, um, I didn't get a, a feel for it. But yeah, yeah, the character, you know, the character, there's, you know, a lot of work's gone into this, this, this character select screen where they've got, they're fighting a dragon and every, all the characters make, are free frozen. Makes the game seem better than it is. But, <laughs> but it, but it, it's <laughs> like, reminds, this actually it, it's reminds a lot of me not only of Diablo, but also of like mobile games where they give you this feature rich, uh, thing and then the game is. Less, or the, all the removed all, from that. All the effort is at the front end. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, this, this, the, the intro sequence is um, something that I have seen several other games do. Um, it's no, no less impressive when you see it, but it is something that, you know, it's the pull people in. But the thing is, it, this game, Stelia, is uh, it's a buy to play, so you you buy it and you get yeah, the full game, good. and uh, I get, I think you get some kind of. Ex- ongoing content in addition to it so it's like they don't need to impress you this you you if you buy it sure you, you got the game but from the sound of it it i mean it might have deeper mechanics than you've had time to yeah yeah no obviously i, I, I didn't get that but, far into um it. off the bat it's no different to a regular mmo yeah yeah it's it's very much um, with the exception of the, the summons, because you know juggling the summons, where you know you have a, a sort of a limited pool of you know mana to power the summons. Um, if you have one on, you can 
you you produce mana faster than that. You get two on and it starts draining. Essentially, you can throw on as many summons as you dare. Uh, you're only limited by your mana pool and the ability to, to regenerate that, uh, which means that you can theoretically spam a high-powered team for a few seconds, get a bunch of damage in and pull some of them out. Um, but... Do they automatically dispel? Yeah. Well, once once it once hits zero, all except the the first summon uh, disappear. Which is going to be Cog Girl, right? You you can choose the order you summon them. I accidentally pressed the thing, so I summoned like my DPS, then my tank. My DPS, my tank disappeared. My DPS was left. The enemy like went you and sort of ran towards me instead, <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, quick. Come back, come back. As I like, sort of like unsummon DPS, summon tank. Um, so yes, you can think, but generally you you have a, a particular order in which you, why, you throw just them out. Just out of curiosity, why would you choose a healer type character if you were going to play mi- probably the majority of it single player? Um, well, to see how how the, the the game accommodates that. I tend to in in games where the the ability is. Given, I tend to play support classes, yeah. um, but a lot of them, they, as I said, like with Blade and Soul, it's very self-sufficient. Whereby the, the, the all the characters have some kind of at least basic healing mechanic in addition to healing potions. So there is no healing class, or the, the healing healing abilities or support is greatly downplayed. And I was like, okay, well, I'll just try it because if the game is geared towards DPS, then you know playing the healer, you know, the support class is going to be very difficult, and it was much harder than I was expecting, but it wasn't impossible. Yeah, um, yeah, because for, for the most part, I mean, your, your Stellias do a lot of the damage. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you want to play the character you want to play, yeah. and be able to play all the content. Yeah, Otherwise, because the thing is, if that's a bad game, if you get to the end game, and you have like you know the you know the, the, the Holy Trinity tank DPS healer, if no one's playing healer, it's going to be very hard to do end game content. So you know, it's like. I just, I just, you know, I just wanted to, you know, try it, um, and I think as I, I wasn't particularly in, in, you know, so well, you know, the hand-to-hand combat was like not interesting, so I said, okay, I'll, I'll just give that a try, uh, and so that's that's where I was. Cool. It looks um, very samey. No, it looks, it's, yeah, it's, it looks very nice. The the stellar mechanic, the sum mechanic is great. The rest of the gameplay is. Pretty much the same as you've experienced in the majority of other MOs. If it, if I can, an opportunity for an, to get on another beta comes up, I probably won't get into it purely because I don't think it will change greatly beyond what I've seen. Okay, moving on. Our next game is uh, called Last Ember, which sounds reminds me of a title of another game but Lost uh, Lost Ember not Last Ember not Last Ember did you say Last Ember did I say Last Ember I think you did it's Lost Ember it's Lost Ember it's Lost Ember and it's this game (laughs) it's 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 an Ember it's Lost Um, okay so this game uh, it's another game where you control a wolf that's very in vogue these days um you, you control a wolf, you encounter the spirit of a young lady, and you decide to a escort dead her. dead lady. A dead young lady. It's her spirit. Her body is not attached to her spirit anymore. 
Um, and you decide... You could say it was the wolf's ghost. <laughs> what? Sorry, that was a bit dry. Okay, uh, yeah, very dry. Anyway, you, you, you decide from the, through the, 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 the generosity of your wolf heart to escort the spirit of this young lady to something called the City of Lights, um, which is, I assume, where spirits go to be reincarnated. I don't know. The, the... Yeah, apparently reincarnation's a big part of this game. Yeah. So, Although, why would reincarnation not have happened to this spirit? Why would there be a spirit and not a reincarnated being? Uh... Religions that have reincarnation also have the mechanics whereby spirits don't, you know, can get lost or trapped or something, you know, to make the, the religion more exciting. So I'd assume this is... <laughs> to make the religion more exciting. I'd assume awesome. this is this is a similar thing. Anyway, um, if all the spirits got reincarnated the moment you you you, you died, then well, you wouldn't have a reason to go to the city of light now, would you? Um, the game would just be you'd just be walking. You're doing trying to figure out BS, uh, so don't worry about it. Okay. Anyway, um, uh, you have a, re- a reason. You you uh, go on this quest to get escort these spirits to. The, the thing um as part of the the gameplay the the spirit grants you the ability to become a spirit yourself and possess other animals because that's what spirits do i guess um and so you can use like various creatures that you encounter on your journey in order to to help you you know fulfill objectives or get you further um, although having said that, one of the characters, one of the creatures you encounter are birds, and you can fly. So wouldn't you like just head for the nearest bird, and then just fly vast distances to the objective, thereby ending the game really quickly? Yes. Just depriving, well, depriving you of the, your, like the, the same thing was brought up when a certain somebody that we know watched The Hobbit. And said, "Why don't you just eagles just fly them all the way to the end?" There, there was a something someone said. I, I remember reading something about that that they, they couldn't use the eagles because if they if they because that was the obvious thing, and if the eagles approached from like a, a distance, they would have been spotted and have been attacked. Um, but I don't give a. But that's the point is, and it was like you know, remember in the in the in the mines of Moria where you know um, Gandalf. You know he's he's going to fall because he's, he's battling the uh, the Balrog. The Balrog, and he says, "Fly, you fools!" He was at, he, no, no. He no, just he, means run away. He doesn't no, no, mean he, fly. He just he, means he, run he's away. He's saying, "Go no, to the eagles." No, but since they don't have no, the eagles, no, you've gone down. I'm sorry, you've you've read a bad thread where Listen, some the eagle. You, you're getting close, and then you eagle no, for a short distance. No, no, eagle, eagle. All right, let's get back to the game. Getting back to the game, there are. We hope there are eagles in this, and uh, they can there, there ain't. It looked like a duck. Yeah, you could. You, there was there was a duck, um, but it also looked um, like the lamest flight mechanic. The, also, it, it was a lame. It it seems like it was a lame duck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get it? Get it? Anyway, uh, it seemed like the flying mechanic was literally they had just moved the floor away from the sprite's feet. Yeah, it was like you you, you fly fixed distance above the yeah. What it what it seemed to me more that the the flight was it was more like an A to B thing. So you possess a thing, and it, well, we don't want players to be able to shortcut most of the game. So we're going to 
you know, artificially limits the flight mechanic. Also, you say possess. It's kind of weird, though. But it's kind of odd because once you depossess, if you want to call it that, you turn back into the wolf. It's not like you have to no, no. jump back from one to another. Yeah, yeah. It's not like your spirit flies out of your body and goes into the creature. Yeah. Your your body disappears and you, you become literally a spirit and then you fly into it. And then when you exit the animal... Your wolf body appears yeah. next to the animal, and you continue on. Rematerializes. Yeah. It's which Gosh. is like thing. It was it, you. I was expecting initially, whereby you'd, you'd possess it, and what you'd do is your your body would go sleep, so you could use the animals to solve a puzzle. And then once you've solved it, you would go then go back to your body, and you'd be able to continue. Like for instance, oh, I need this tree toppled, so I'll possess an elephant, topple the tree, then <laughs> go back to the wolf, and then not a beaver, an elephant. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm just. You know, as yeah, in, yeah, as yeah, in yeah, a yeah. Sh- shortcut example here, but that way, you know, I solve the puzzle, and then I can then my wolf can progress. Not, oh, I just possess this creature. I go wherever I want. Then I pump out the creature, and I'm there at this new location. It's it's like I'm just using these things to f- form a travel. One of these creatures you can possess is like a little tapir, guinea pig, creature. You know, little. It's like a wombat. Man. Little wombats, uh, and it. Moves so slowly, it's like why would pathetic. I mean, you 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 like you could say, oh well, there's some wombats across the chasm. I'll jump into it, and then as I'm there, you exit out the wombat, and then you you, you carry on walking because the wolf is faster. It's like yeah, exactly. stumpy wombat legs. Why why would you continue to be the uh, the wombat anyway? Just, yeah, it, it's like I I get it. It's the journey, not the destination, with this game. I think yeah. Um, but it's it seems loose. Well, I mean, it it like the the print principle. It, it's a good idea. It's just we having we're having has reservations regarding the mechanic. Um, I mean, yeah, this game was developed by five people, um, and. Apparently had a Kickstarter at one point that was quite successful mm. and got a lot of attention no, it's really... and the money that they needed to make it. And that was a few years ago already. So this game has been in production for a while um, and what we've seen of it is E3 footage. It was another game that sort of flew under our radar. Mm. Um, but it's it's definitely a journey, not the destination. So you're supposed to get something out of playing it. I mean... From what we've seen, it looks fairly lush, but well, it, not it, a graphical powerhouse by any means. It, it's it's very it's a sort of stylized uh, sort of graphics. Um, they they mentioned that there isn't any combat in the game. It's it is an exploration adventure puzzle solving thing whereby you use your the abilities that you get to solve puzzles you encounter on the, on, your, on your trip. I'm hoping that when this comes out, and it comes if it comes out on the PC, that somebody creates a mod and uh, creates a survival game out of it. <laughs> so you have an open world survival game as the wolf, uh, where you have to savage. But can you imagine it's lesser like, animals? You, if you can sneak up on the animals, then you just like right, I'll go wolf form, possess them, move them into an area they can't escape. I know. No. Then pop out, and then it, you can just eat them. It would just it would take the possession away. The mod wouldn't allow you to possess okay. them. It would just be. I'm a wolf. Let's yeah. just eat the cute furry things. And then you had like uh, seasonal changes. 
it's it just would be like so in the winter you'd be harder to find food <laughs> you know I would just like yeah like uh, I mean I don't play survival games but that would be far more interesting than crafting. the current crop of survival games craft a shelter craft a campfire which is which are beyond boring I'm busy trying to survive in real life why would I want to do it in a game for <laughs> 30 hours as well? Well, as I mentioned before, there Give is a, a game called Job Simulator where you like work in a like virtual office and stuff like that and like lawn mower simulator and stuff. The, so, person, the person who sold that idea to somebody to get it made... Uh, people pay for these things because, you know... People, living, people have bought Goat Simulator. But you get to... How often have you ever thought... Oh man, I just wish I could be a goat. Never. You, my friend, have not led an exciting life. I've led a more exciting life than a goat. You have you have you have you seen Goat Simulator, the, the footage for it? Yeah. Yeah. It looks ridiculous. Yeah, it, but that's the point. It's like it's just a ridiculous physics sim where you control an indestructible goat and you'd like destroy things. And who hasn't ever wanted to be an indestructible goat destroying things? Me. You are in the minority, I think. <laughs> uh, that's debatable. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, you're supposed to eke out bits of history of the land as well in this. Um... Yeah, that's right. Part of your spirit powers, you get to see echoes of the past. Uh, so you see like events, like uh, some people being ambushed by bandits and stuff. Conflicts, yeah. shall we call them. But I don't think they... They just serve as more like flavour. I wonder how big this game is, like hours wise. Hmm. But obviously, if you were to speed do <laughs> just go through it and solve. All no, that. no, no. That's the coward's way. The normal um, playthrough. If the the normal playthrough of all the content, let's say, or all the mainline content. I mean, if it's less than ten hours, then people are going to get really annoyed. I don't know that you could do this happily for, you know, that long. Well, exactly. I mean, I couldn't do it for more than 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you are not the target audience. Definitely not. Um, but I, then I don't know who is the target audience. People who like exploration games. This isn't an exploration game. Well, it's it's a linear exploration game. It's, if anything, it's uh, it's one of those bad quests that you get on unimaginative RPGs where you've got to ferry a person from one place to another. Escort quests. Yes. Um, no, it doesn't mention gameplay time there. I mean, this would be pretty good for kids. Well... Keep them entertained, at least. Give them a, a sense of, I don't know. A sense of wonder as they explore the. the yeah, world. but the real world should give them that, not, <laughs> not a ponied version of reality. But you don't get to be a wolf in the real world. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Kids like because it would, you know. The imagination of it, rather mm. than trying to live it for real. Yeah. But. But then again, uh, what what age? I don't know. Anyway, it's definitely not for me. It's definitely not for you. It's for people who want a relaxing adventure. 
relaxing. Well, there's no combat, so you your your ability relaxing and no combat don't necessarily go. But you're 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 there's less ability to fail here. It's like the only way to fail is just like not be able to solve the next puzzle that gets you, you know, further into the game. I'm not even sure you could call it a puzzle. Yeah, but it's like well, okay, I've got this chasm. And there's, there's a creature across the other side of it. I can't jump the chasm. I have been prompted by an on-screen prompt <laughs> to, to possess the creature. In the, the last creature. 10 seconds. And so I possess the creature and done. And in the end, isn't that all you want? Like I so, said, it looks nice for what it is. Um, obviously, there's going to be limitations if your team is made up of five people. Um, but looks like the work has gone in. Yeah, no, it, it's it's definitely attractive to look at. But again, you, you get a bird. Why would you not just stay as the bird? Stay as the bird. Get to forever the done. Fatigue set in. The bird was shot by a hunter. But there's no there's no GUI to indicate you know any kind of like fatigue or stamina mechanic. No, there is not. Yeah, because it's relaxing eventually. You need Relax. some like. Uh, I'd, I'd be. I'd really be curious to see what the uh, in-game sound would be like. If it's going to be like a natural environment, if there's going to be music as well. Okay. You could really like really draw somebody in with that. Well, just have like n- sounds of nature. Yeah. Like animal calls and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, sounds like there's a uh, you know some animals over there. I'm going to go investigate. Can you imagine? I can. I'm imagining that. It right now. That would be great. We may not have that. The thing is, it's with these kind of games. I suspect that the 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 path is very linear. Um, <laughs> you suspect? I know. Anyway, <laughs> let's uh, let's stick a pin in that one. That that one's done. Uh, look forward to it. Lost Ember, not Last Ember, because the Ember's been lost. But there's more than one, or something. Uh, Next up, we have Devil's Hunt. Um, this game, the, the shortcut is to say it's kind of like Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry was made without any weapons. Yeah. It's, wow, where to begin? You're, the character fights hand-to-hand, which is like, okay, that's different, I guess. But... When you when you watch the combat and you like swinging your arms and you've got such short reach, it it looks so unsatisfying because you have to be pretty much on top of the enemies to connect with them with your normal uh, like basic attack. It's like, and then what's called like in in like Devil May Cry and we, we, you know event in action games whereby you have a weapon, you swing the you, you swing your attack and. It, it like okay it cuts through the you know the enemy you know the enemy characters hmm. but it's you know you get a feeling of, of connection whereas here you're, you're throwing these like really tiny short you know punches and it doesn't feel like you're hitting them properly it's just so unsatisfying to watch I, I can't imagine how it would feel like to play oh plus that when you a lot of the special attacks like there's a sort of ground pound mechanic that does a small AOE burst it always does camera slowdown. 
yeah. when you use it. I thought we were past that, personally. But... Uh, <laughs> I, I got triggered the moment <laughs> I thought about it. It's like... And it seems to happen every single time. Yeah, every in single footage, time. The work-in-progress footage that we've seen, yeah. it's every single time. If it was like, say, okay, the it's a new encounter. The first time you use it in that encounter, it triggers it. And then the other time, it's going to be like normal speed. That I can accept. But if it's going to be like, you do it, slow down. Fight, 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 fight. Like, slow down. If it was going to kill them and or was a counter, then I could understand if it had slow down. But every single time... It's like dramaticness for the sake of. <sighs> it, I mean, there's a lot of things that they've obviously. Um, what's the phrase? Used inspiration from Devil May Cry 5. Yeah. Like the parry system that they have on this, where you can block or parry depending on when you attack, when you hit the parry. Yeah. Um, and then it has that sort of linear. But you're kind of moving around in the same area, but it looks almost like you have a a bit like God of War, the the last God of War as well. Yeah, it's linear, but it's it gives you a feeling. You have it's a, a little bit more than that. you have a bunch of objectives complete within the area. Yeah, it gives you purpose in this thing. Um, one other thing that irks me about it is that the character's run speed when you control it is just awful his animation is awful for it. it it it's like i don't know he's like really really tired and he's he's not it's not even a jogging speed but in the cutscenes, there are cutscenes where you have to like run down this corridor because bits bits of masonry are falling and the character has a full speed run and then you was get that, was that a cutscene? well it's not a cutscene. it's more like a qte almost it's like you get a thing you get a prompt saying press b to run really fast you run through the area, you, you, bits of things miss you. you. You get to the end of the corridor and then you're back to your normal slow hobbling, you know, jog. And it just, the, the character doesn't inspire any kind of sense that, oh, this character is awesome because he runs like someone who's not awesome. It's just like, no. Um, it's, it's some of his animation is very stodgy. Very um, unrelaxed, shall I, we say. I can only hope that these are just the, the basic animations. Oh yeah, one other thing that, that that triggers me is his devil trigger, in that you enter an area, and when there are enemies, he automatically demons up, you know, he gets demon, like, scales of skin on his Gauntlets arms. on his arms, yeah. yeah. To, to give him his, his ability to fight. And the moment the enemy, the last enemy in that area dies, his abilities immediately disappear. When he interacts with certain items that require strength of more than one human, he immediately demons up again. Yeah. And it's like, if he has the ability to be like powerful and demon-y, why would you ever switch it off? You just walk around with it all the time because you're in an area filled with enemies. It's almost like they're constantly reminding you that you're different. Yeah. And it's not necessary. Yeah, it's sort of like transform on, transform off, transform on, transform off. And it's like, it's not even saying you trigger manually. It, it happens, the game deems it, it's like, okay, you're going to need this, you know, the ability, to, you're only going to need to fight, or you're going to interact with the QTE, I will demon up. And it just becomes pointless. Um, there are a few positive things. Uh, the world looks very solid. Graphically, it's oh, very graphically, solid. graphically, in terms of, it, it's very, very nice. The detailing and the, the whole, the, the, the prison area that, uh, it, that we, that we, 
that the the uh, footage we're watching is set in is very it's goddamn detailed there's a hell of a lot of detail just out there you know with sort of incidental cages and stuff yeah really nice particle effects as well yeah um so in terms of graphic engine and and um the 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 whole world building it's very very nice um it's almost a shame that this character who is called Desmond, by the way. <laughs> Desmond. Has uh, he... Well, is this, isn't John or Jack? Or... Yeah, but it, but it, Desmond is not up there with the... the anyway, let's, let's leave him with that. Um, the, he, he is... The, 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 the environment is wasted on the, on the hero. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, if, if, if they brought in Dante to... Uh, no, Dante's lame. That whole series is lame. Don't even... But compared to this... No, well, compared to this, nothing. I mean, I'd rather play this... Really? Right, and see how bad it is than have to play that one of those games and just going into it knowing how bad it is. Ooh. Okay. Well, in that case, uh, we'll give this uh, 22 thumbs up. <laughs> And look forward to it. I think this comes out in September. It does, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, coming soon. This is this is also a small small man team. Uh, this is their first game. So no, it's not. This one isn't this one the first game? No. This is is this not? Yeah, this is Leopig. This is their first. This is this is their first uh, first game. What the first game is coming out? I thought the studio had. No, 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 no. One C is the publisher. Uh, okay. uh, this the, the 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 studio is called uh, Leopig, uh, Le- Leopig Games rather. Um, <laughs> Leopig. I keep Leopig Ames. Um, what? If you break up the, the words with, um, it, it's their first game. So, as as a first effort it's it's a heck of well, a lot bad well i'm assuming that uh, if they've got this kind of talent in the team that they might have drawn from other teams mm. like you know people that have made well games. it's possible that they, they it may be um and where are they based warsaw it, okay it's, it's possible they may have you know experienced developers as part I mean, of the team yeah i mean but it, as, of, as a studio the, the website it, said it was the first release it could be i mean with this kind of thing in initially that might be like I haven't looked into it, and this is just me spitballing. Mm. But like CD Projekt Red mm. was set in the original studio was in Warsaw, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, this is a good site for developments. Uh, cool. Yeah, I'm sure we'll keep an eye on this, <laughs> just in case it doesn't infect us. We, anyway, we, we say you say it in an ironic fashion. <laughs> um, okay, I think uh, that covers it for this time round thank you very much for listening to the Digital Suffering Podcast the podcast where we suffer so you don't have to that was the Digital Suffering Podcast if you'd like to suffer some more you can find other episodes on Red Circle, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple iTunes Stitcher, Radio Public and SoundCloud please like and subscribe everywhere